This is the Watch Post podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Watch Post podcast. My name is Mel Black. Um, we have been talking on a mini series here about loving our neighbor. Um, and we talked um, in the last couple of episodes about how uh, loving our neighbor goes wrong, how it's these ideas of selflessness, um, where we put man first rather than God, or we don't think there's a balance um, within these things, and how we preach this to other people, how we put this obligation and this expectation on other people. Today, I want to turn the tables and talk about how we do this to ourselves, how we we participate with that mentality. Now, I want to be very, very clear here from the beginning. I am not saying that this means that it is all ours. It's all our fault. It's all our responsibility. This is a this is a complex issue. There's a duality here that goes on where where we're participating in these things, but but other people, our friends, our our uh, people in the church, those types of things, they're they're putting these expectations on us as well. There's also the work of the devil that's going on between all these things. So I want to be very, very clear from the start. I am not at all talking about how this um, this responsibility that I'm about to unpack is this singular thing. And, and there's all the fault and there's no fault. There's all the fault on the person and none on other people. No, there's there's uh, many layers here and we need to respect that. The reason this matters is because there's a, there's a strong mentality, um, especially in the psychology world, um, where when people are in oppressive situations or um, similar things, either we go to one of two extremes. We either go to the extreme of saying that a person has is, is so much a victim that they, they barely have a pulse where they don't have any um, any part in understanding um, their own responsibilities within how to handle these situations and how uh, to navigate those who oppress them and, and get away from them and how we have to learn these responsibilities where people are just so, so helpless that there's nothing um, looked at as being a person's responsibility or we go to this other extreme, and this is kind of um, part of the law of attraction, the the ugly, ugly, hateful side of it, where we believe that, you know, on the surface, oh, all these good things come to me because I'm, you know, I'm attracting them to myself. Um, but the negative side of this is that when people are in oppressive situations, people are blamed. They they are put in the the the, the full fault of everything, and there's nothing um, that other people did that had any part of this. Certainly the devil doesn't even exist and he has no part in this. Um, and, and a person is only attracting these things to themselves because of their past wounds. Um, and that doesn't even make sense, but you need to somehow dig into yourself and correct those things. Otherwise, you're just going to continue to draw abuses to yourself. Um, it's the most hateful, condemning, utter garbage that there is. It is it is so damaging to people. So we need to understand that there's complexities here. And what I want to talk about today is not necessarily about abusive situations. That's not quite where I am going. I want to talk about how we get in our own way um, and we often uh, reap consequences. And this can mean that we, we have doors open in our lives to oppressive people and we don't have the tools that we need 
to get them out of our lives. Um, they can it can be related to that extreme, but it's also related um, to far lesser spheres of this issue. Um, and it's just about how we are serving wrong ideas of selflessness and perpetuating them in the earth and we also um, are harming ourselves maybe not in such severe ways but we're bringing harm and 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 deadness into our lives and we have no ability to discern these things because we're not willing to look at where we're participating in these issues and we're perpetuating um, ideas of selflessness and of course what i'm talking about here is the wrong ideas of selflessness and not being aware of how are perpetuating uh, these false ideas of selflessness bring harm upon ourselves and others but especially upon ourselves and we're not connecting the two so what I'm talking about in this podcast, um, I want to record a little bit here because I think it's a bit confusing. Um, what I'm talking about is how we begin to have these notions about selflessness and we form these ideas of selflessness because we are in resistance to God. We are refusing to accept God's word about judgment or about forsaking our sin or whatever it is. And we begin to have in our eyes higher ideas about what love is and what we're going to do for God and how how um, superior we are in our compassion, but how these views are putting us into the situation of a wrong selflessness. And we are doing this to ourselves. It, there is other people who do this, but we also do this to ourselves because we are refusing to submit to God. And what we fail to understand is that these views and these ideas enslave us. They trap us um, in circumstances because we're serving man, because we're, we're believing that we have to serve man basically infinitely rather than serving God infinitely. And we become enslaved to um, the various ways um, that a person does things because um, we've put these ideas into place ourselves um, and, and we fail to realize how they will actually enslave us later. And now what this means is while, while often people perpetuate ideas of selflessness onto others because they're saying, oh, this is right doctrine and they can't see the difference between law and good, where if we look at 1 Timothy uh, 1, 8 through 9, where it says, now we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. Understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just before the lawless and disobedient. And it goes on um, and how, you know, the law is meant to work what is good and they, and they stand opposed to these things. What people do who participate in this in their own lives is they often choose a wrong view of selflessness precisely because it grants to them a certain pride. It grants to them a, a conceit, a superiority in their own minds um, and in a, in a way of thinking that they're special. Now, this um, is something we really need to talk about um, because this is incredibly popular in the world today. It's a very, very popular idea. And we, we have, we're so blind to just how deeply this will impact our lives and the, the lives of the people around us if we continue to accept it. 
what we need to see on the surface is, is some of the ways that these things happen. So what I mean here is someone says, um, I'll never give up on this person. I'm this hero. I'm this, I'm this empathy warrior. And I, I just, I just, I'm filled with love and compassion and I'll never quit. I'll never give up. I just love people, um, to the end. And this notion feels very good. It feels very empowering. You feel like you're some hero. Um, it just, this is what happens at the start. But what we need to see here at the very um, front of this is the question of, is this what Jesus teaches us? Is this what Jesus teaches us um, to be love? Because what we need to understand is the spiritual law that is laid down for us. And if we fail to understand this law and we fail to understand how when we choose something at the beginning, when we choose something that feels good, um, we actually will become enslaved to it later on if it's, if it's contrary to God. What I'm speaking of here is Romans 6, 16. It says, do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey? either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. This is the spiritual law that we need to understand. We can look at the garden, the very, very beginning of mankind's history. This is the law. Um, this is the spiritual principle that was, that was in the garden that enslaved us to sin, where man chose to obey the devil and obey the devil's lies rather than to obey God. This is the principle we need to understand. When we choose ideas, even ideas that seem so loving and good and compassionate, um, but are ultimately rooted in our desire for um, our own selves, our own pride, um, our own uh, vanity, our own ideas of superiority. When we choose these ideas and we, when we begin to enact upon them and we believe them in our hearts, we become enslaved to them. And we begin to try and enslave others to them. This is the work of the devil. And we wouldn't even imagine that this is the work of the devil because we think that love and compassion are, are uh, names that can have no consequence. And this is our deception. We need to understand that if it is not Jesus that we are obeying and God's word that we are obeying and um, we begin to choose sin and it enslaves us and we are obeying what we think is our own ideas um, but these are actually the ideas of the world and ultimately they are the ideas of the devil that they, they are ruled by the false god of this world. And so what happens is we obey these ideas. We, we, we say, Oh, I'm an empathy warrior. And we go out and we start trying to, you know, um, you know, minister our ideologies onto other people. And we begin to do what these things are, these ideas that we have. Um, and we at first will feel, um, so empowered. We'll feel so, so great. Oh, look at me. I can fly. I'm so wonderful. Um, but then we fail to see the under, underside of these issues where eventually you actually become, you come into the darkness of these things. You become enslaved to the one you obeyed. Um, and when 
you come into situations where you need the word of God that um, you've been standing against, where God says um, to walk in separation from the world, or the word of God says to to judge sin and, and judge your sin, but judge other people's sin and be careful of sin, and you're allowed to separate and you're allowed to do all these things. Um, you've opposed those things. You've thought those things are hateful. And so when you come into situations where you actually need them, you are entirely powerless and enslaved to your own imagination, your own ideas that you've chosen to obey, and you are you are kept um, enslaved in those situations. And what's so confusing is that we we begin to actually blame God. Um, we you know, we deceive ourselves. We chose to obey our ideas. We chose to eat the, the fruit. We chose to think, um, to, to be as God, to choose what is good and evil in our own sight. We chose these things. Um, but when we come into these situations where we begin to reap what we sow, um, what happens is we blame God and we think that God has wronged us. And I won't belabor this point too long, but if we look at Proverbs 19.3, it says, when a man's folly brings his way to ruin, his heart rages against the Lord. This is very common where we choose our own ideas about things or, you know, we, we did serve these ideas of man. A man says, oh, this is what God's law says and you have to obey this. And we do serve that um, and we become bitter and miserable. You know, either one, we choose our own ideas or man's ideas. Either way, we obey man and not God and we become miserable and we, we reap what we've sown um, and, and we, we turn against God and we, we curse him for these things when we fail to see that we either obeyed man's commandments or our own commandments or the world's commandments um, and we did not actually obey God. This is why it is so essential that what we obey in this life is Jesus. We need to ensure that all of our obedience is not of our own mind, but not of the commandments of man. No, we need to obey Christ because this is the spiritual principle that is central um, to our lives. This is where it's dependent that what we reap, what we sow is what we actually reap. And what we have to understand is, is in all of our lives, there is this law of, of sowing and reaping. When we sow um, according to the doctrines of this world, when we sow according to our own imaginations, rather than to God, we will reap these things. This is the spiritual law upon all of us. And so many people are reaping what they have sown. And then they're turning and they're cursing God and saying, how could you um, when they didn't sow to God in the first place? We need to understand the spiritual law in Romans 6, 16, that we need to sow obedience to God. When we continue to resist God in his law about uh, judgment or separation or all these things, the standard of holiness, you know, all of them, when we resist God, what's happening there is you're choosing to not obey God. That's how significant it is. When the right response is, you might not understand these things, but you continue to press into obedience to God, into understanding him, into understanding his ways. And that is the path forward that we all need to choose. So we will continue to talk about this in the next episode, um, and we will talk about some of the ways that we continue to do this and how it opposes God and his judgment and what we really need. So I hope to see you all there. Take care.
more content like this, visit watchpost.org.